Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. 
Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Podcast. Happy New Year, Benjamin Higgins. Happy New Year. I heard that it may not have started out the happiest for you. Why is that? Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to hear about your holidays. You know, with Dawson and with Jared and the families, um, I was kind of peeping in on you through social media and all the things you're up to. But my New Year, my, my holiday was wild. So this year, Jessica's brother wanted to go to Honduras because he's off of baseball right now and he's never been okay. to some of the communities that we work with closely in close with in Honduras. And so mm-hmm. um, we said, okay, great. And with Sanibel, where my parents live most of the year now, uh, being hit by the hurricane this year, we weren't going to go celebrate the holidays in Sanibel. And I don't know if you knew this, but for the last three years, Jessica's family, my family, we do a combined Christmas. Uh, in a warm location. Magical. It's awesome. Wonderful. So fun. Did we talk about this whole warm location Christmas? Yeah, we have. You've said on Instagram this year that you're like all about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm all about it. I've never experienced it. So my that, wife that's isn't all about it. Being sad. She. Okay. So we actually celebrated like, uh, like the holiday when we got back to Colorado. There was snow on the ground. And so we did that on New Year's Eve, was kind of our. Christmas celebration because it was cold. There's snow. We had a fire going. How'd you make it Christmas? Did you open? Played some Christmas music, kept the tree up, acted like it was Christmas. Um, (laughs) That's about it. (laughs) But, and so we went to, um, so we decided this year that we were going to celebrate Christmas together, all of us in Roatan, Honduras, which if you've never been, I don't want anybody to ever go because it's the hidden gem of the world. It is the most beautiful place (laughs) ever. Okay, Uh, It's in the Caribbean. It's off the coast of Honduras. Uh, some mm-hmm. of the best, if not the best, scuba diving in the world. But before we went to Roatan, Philip, Jessica, and I went to San Pedro Sula, Honduras, um, a little town outside of it called El Progreso, which is where we go a couple times a year. Um, it's where our communities are. We we had a great time there. And at the end of that trip, then we went to Roatan on a little plane i mean i'm talking like uh one of those prop like propeller planes like it was scary it's always scary i've done it seven times now every time i don't like it no thank you yeah, yeah. don't enjoy it <laughs> but we went to road time we had an incredible trip we snorkeled we scubaed um we ate we just hung out on the beach we had drinks like it was awesome it was really really nice and it was really cold here in the u.s as most people here listening know so we really enjoyed that, and we were kind of bragging about it while we were on the beach. Like, think about us. I'm shirtless with a bathing suit on, and people are bundled up in their homes, which, hey, it, that had to be hard. It's cozy and lovely. Yeah, for some. I mean, negative 50 doesn't feel that cozy and lovely to me. What? Did you say negative 50? Yeah, there's a negative 50 wind chill in Indiana. No. Yes, Ashley. It was a bad deal. Okay, well, <laughs> when you talk about extremes like that, yeah. then yeah, I'd rather be where you were in the warmth. Yeah. But when I'm thinking about Christmas weather, I'm thinking 30s. No, it was cold. So anyways, all of a sudden, after my scuba diving trip, I started, and if you knew this on the last podcast we recorded together, I was a little sick. 
I'd gotten a lot better. Uh, it's been, a, it'd been about a 10 day off and on flu, uh, had about four days before I had to travel. So I was feeling pretty good about going to travel and I was feeling pretty healthy after my scuba diving. All of a sudden I just started to feel like the pressure behind my eyes. I started to feel like the oh chills, gosh. um, woke up in the middle of the night with 103 temperature. I had sweated through the comforter and the sheets and then I was sick um, and it this, was, I was really sick, uh, for, for a few days and then came back and feeling better now, a little stuffy, um, still have a little cough. So you might hear that, but it was not fun. It was not fun to be Christmas day. It was on Christmas day is when I woke up feeling sick. So it really took away from any type of like kind of holiday celebration we have in the, in the warmth, but better now, ready to start the new year. Well, wait, did you get that like poisoning? Um, my uh, my sister's fiance, his mom went scuba diving mm. and she like hit the like just a hit a certain spot where she got you didn't you don't know about this? I know about the bends. I don't know about like you the hit- bends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. The bends. Yeah. No. Uh, she had to go to the hospital for three days. Yeah. This the bends a are months, bad. Like a month ago. Yeah. You yeah. Go- so you don't think that's what it was? No. That happens when you go up too fast. Like when you ascend oh, okay. too fast and your body doesn't. No, I think I, uh, I think I just got the flu again. I think whatever scuba diving did was it like pushed all disease that was still left in my body up to my head and made me go crazy. Um, it was, it was rough. I feel like we need to like check you into like a, a celebrity spa, like for like not a detox, but like a a formal relaxation period. I'd like that. I would like that. Well, if <laughs> it, like, there's like too many like planes and stuff. Like yeah. the man needs to just stay static it, for I, a week. I would like to. I've been here for a week now, and it's been incredible. I will right say this, and then I want to hear about your holidays, Ashley. Um, I want to hear about everything that Dawson did and how cute he was. Um, <laughs> this is a little known, not a known secret about me. I've never, I haven't been to the doctor in about 10 years. And so no, I don't think I have either. Well, besides, yeah. well, I guess the guy now for girls. So it's different. Yeah. So I, uh, because of this sickness, because of my amount of travel, which is my number one goal for 2023 is to eliminate the amount of travel I do. I want to be home more. Uh, and so mm-hmm. I've said no to things, which feels very odd to me. Um, feels like a big transition again in my life. But uh, I am going uh, in two days to get set up with uh, my own personal doctor based on my wife's wishes. So good for you. I'm listening to her. So for anybody out there that wonders that. if I'm a good husband or not, this is one Martha. You could say yes. He listens to his wife. He's a good husband. Uh, so I'm going to get healthy, uh, and I'm going to get, get a physical. And uh, I'm not getting any younger. Thirty-three years old. I, I guess once you hit forty, like it's really important to have set up with a doctor. So that's what I'm doing. That's great. Mm. I feel like I need to encourage Jared to do the same. I tell him all the time. I'm like, should we get you a CT scan? I think your whole body just needs to be scanned because, like, he has these like weird ailments sometimes. Yeah. Let's just rule this all out. Yeah. Uh, hey. So. I don't know what it brings. I'm a little nervous about it. Doctors freak me out. <laughs> um, but I'm going to the doctor. Okay, Ashley, your holidays. Okay. Catch us up on everything that went down this holiday season for you. By the way, before you get started, I want to say that your Instagram post showing off that you um, were... I mean, I always knew you were a fan of like boy bands. 
But your little uh, post showing that you were in like some magazine with a picture of you in your like bedroom or something Wait, with all the posters behind you. Where did you see this? You just posted it. I did not. Am I hacked? Maybe. <laughs> there is a picture that exists of this, but I didn't post it. Oh, maybe it. it was one of those bachelor sleuthing sites that had. No way. It. it definitely was. Yeah. And I saw it and it was hilarious. I never it knew. It is hilarious. How big I got to see if I'm tagging that. I never knew how big of a fan you were until this picture comes out. But it's you like so happy with. Uh, I mean, I'm not kidding. Just help us figure this out. How many posters did you have in your room as a, as a kid? Okay, I'm not tagged in this. Somebody please tag me in this picture because I know that like it exists. Like it's easy for me to find it at home, but I'd rather not and just be tagged in it. So yeah, my mom surprised me one time by being in, well, there's Popstar Magazine and I was also in Blast Magazine. She she surprised me with the pop star. Um, I was going on a field trip and then she like handed me this magazine and she goes, turn to page whatever. And I was like, Oh my God. And then I got on like the charter bus and like I went on a field trip and I got to show everyone that I was in the magazine because they like posted fan pictures on this one page of like their rooms or like, you know, creative things that they did to show their love for the band. So I had like 350 ish pictures, I posters, pinups and centerfolds and fold outs and like all those plastered all over my wall like you could not see wall and I was very meticulous about it I was 12 years old I would go up on the ladder and just kind of puzzle piece them all together to make perfect in in sync wallpaper and then once one wall seemed to be a little outdated like the photos were over a year old I would take them all down and I'd start fresh with new pinups that I had saved. So every month I got the new magazines, saved them, and I had an order. You know, I'd have to like have like yeah. I never just had like three of the guys. Like I either had Justin. Justin was big and allowed to be of his own. And then I was able to like have like the big posters, of course, of the guys, and then like the ones that you would get at Sam Goody. Yeah. Because like back then we had like the record stores and like they would have a huge r- r- array of posters and Spencer's had them and Claire's and all that stuff. So go to the mall all the time and collecting that stuff. And uh, yeah, so then with the guys, I would, with all five in sinkers, I'd have to have them in a certain order. It was according to my favorites. And they'd all have to go five together. There was never a time where like they weren't in a group of five. Like it had to be equal. And uh, yeah, so I was in magazines because my room was crazy. What a, <laughs> even, you know, now obviously you, you know, you've talked to, you I get Christmas with. cards from Lance Bass. Yeah. Literally Christmas cards. Where was Lance yeah. Bass at on this uh, in the order of your favorite? <laughs> Number two, yeah. like right after Justin. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's beautiful. All right. Switching gears again. Um, we have a big podcast coming up today. A lot of headlines. Obviously, it's been a bit since we've recorded a show. We have some headlines about this upcoming season. We have some headlines about relationships that are existing within Bachelor Nation. Uh, some updates on uh, past breakups, um, how the couples are feeling about each other. Uh, but before we get to that, Ashley, I do want to hear about your holidays. I do want to hear about how you celebrated and uh, if everything went well. You're so sweet. Um, there's not like a whole bunch of like 
specific things to talk about. It was lovely. It was definitely like the best Christmas I've ever had in a, I've had in a long time, probably like as an adult. My parents flew up to Rhode Island. It was my first Christmas that I got to be with some of my family since Jared and I got together because we have done the Thanksgiving in Virginia and the Christmas in Rhode Island thing the entire time um, we've been together. So my parents flew up and thankfully, I have no idea their flight wasn't canceled. Mm. Their, the flight that they were on the day before, you know, if they were, yeah. had, if they had would, if they had booked a day before, it would have been canceled. So miraculously, they got here. My sister was very <laughs> sad. She had to spend Christmas with her fiance and his family, and she was just super bummed that she couldn't be, be with Dawson on his first Christmas. Like yeah. she is in total aunt mode. You're not an uncle yet, no, uh, and neither is Jess an aunt, no. And I only became an aunt when I was. Are like you know almost about to pop, so I think it's a little different. But she is going through like she just is obs- she's obsessed. Like she definitely like thinks of Dawson as like kind of her own. That's beautiful. So she, That's awesome. It is. It's so beautiful. Like she says, you know, she'd take a bullet for him and like die for him, and it's really super sweet. Yeah. She anyway, so she, yeah, she was super bummed she didn't get to come, but it was really nice because Jared got to do what he's always wanted to do: his Clark Griswold thing. And have like a big family Christmas at our house. This is the first time we ever hosted family at our house. And we did like the traditional, like basically like Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. He made a turkey for the first time. Oh, there you we go. all were uh, worried that that was not going to turn out. But now Jared's got turkey duty on Christmas and Thanksgiving uh, this coming forward because he didn't mind making it and he made it really good. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, so was it uh, both sets of yeah. parents together? Yes. So both sides of like his parents came over for a good chunk of the afternoon on Christmas. We went to my parents went to hit Jared's cousin's house with that whole extended part of the Haven family, the the Bassett family, technically on Christmas Eve. It was just really lovely. And Dawson had a great day. He wasn't fussy. He was loving it. Like all the attention, the new toys, like he doesn't really care but i mean he does actually like now really do he does appreciate the toys but like when he's opening it he's not like woo, like no but like when he gets to like have a new variety of things to play with he's into that um it was just great it was really really wonderful and like just like a lot of like warmth and love in the air and happiness and i made a bomb charcuterie board and we watched a lot of good football my dad it was the first time my dad came to this house because my dad we, you know, we go home, we go to Virginia so much that like my dad doesn't come up here to Rhode Island a ton. Um, but he likes this house and that meant a lot because he hated the other house yeah. that we hated. And he was like, I could hang here all the time. I like being a guest. Uh, yeah. So That's that was awesome. my week and it was very nice. Well, Sorry, I just like blah blah blah. No, blah, it's, blah. it's 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 <laughs> it's kind of how breaking down the holidays goes. Well, to everybody out there listening, again, happy new year. Uh, we hope that uh, we understand that uh, not always the holidays are the most joy-filled time. Uh, and for those who the holidays are difficult on, uh, we want to say we're thinking about you. We hope that this 2023 is a year full of hope and joy and love for you. Two last things before we transfer into headlines. Uh, one uh, is speaking of football. We want to send our thoughts out to say, uh, I- DeMar Hamlin Uh and his family, uh, we watched it last night. We were up uh, until midnight, uh, re- really um, 
just kind of, you know, we went to bed very relaxed, kind of like, hey, we're going to watch Monday Night Football. We're going to be, you know, no, do our normal like 10 o'clock, turn off the TV, fall asleep kind of thing. And Jessica and I both, uh, it just really, uh, just like it did most of the people in the country, it, our thoughts were with DeMar and just trying to, um, it's just, it's hard to process and it's hard to see, but then it's also hard, I think for, for us to think about what it was like to be his mother who was there in the crowd. Yep. Um, so we don't have any updates right now. We're not a sports. We do. Well, I mean, we have a little bit, but nothing, um, you know, he is, uh, in critical condition. Um, he is and still at UC, uh, health in, um, Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, but we're not a sports podcast no. as much as I'd love us to be, but it is, it transcends <laughs> sports. Uh, and it's just something that I want us all to think about. Um, and to, uh, you know, I saw uh, one of his teammates today kind of tweet out, Hey, this is a moment not only to be thinking about tomorrow, cause it's about tomorrow, but to also reach out to your loved ones. And just, it's a good reminder to tell them, Hey, I love you. Um, thinking about you. Uh, even if you just saw him in the holidays, um, friends, just to get a little vulnerable to share with people that you care about and that you're thinking about them. The second thing, I want to ask is a very big transition. Uh, obviously, Ashley and I this year did something that um, many people are very scared of. We celebrate our holidays with the in-laws and our parents at the same time. <laughs> it went really well for both of us. The question to you listeners is, does that scare you? Does it make you shiver? Uh, have you ever done it? Tell us your story. Send them in. Uh, we want to hear from you. All right, let's take a break, Ashley. Uh, when we come back, we're going to break down Bachelor headlines. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to, hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns, ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. Really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way, Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I said that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. It's time for Bachelor Headlines. Ashley, we have a plethora of them today. We've been away for a bit. So let's just jump into them. Hey, big announcement coming up. The Bachelor uh, isn't that far away from airing. Uh, we've gotten to see clips, uh, bits and pieces of Zach and his experience. It seems like there's a lot of tears, uh, not only from Zach himself, but from uh, the women involved. And now we're getting to meet the women. Here's the headline. The Bachelor meet the women with Jesse Palmer. This has been announced. Yes, it will be on Wednesday. That is tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, he's going to get on TikTok. It's the first time they've done it on TikTok. I think they've done it on Facebook live before, maybe even Instagram live. 
But no, we're moving on to TikTok. And I guess we'll be seeing the official photos of the girls for the first time and some brief bios on them as well. So you can go to Bachelor Nation ABC. That's the handle on TikTok to Wednesday um, at four o'clock Pacific, seven Pacific, four o'clock Pacific, seven Eastern time to get the first official look into these girls. You know what this means, Ashley? Very soon, we're going to have one of our favorite episodes every season, which is breaking down the women without ever knowing the women or knowing <laughs> anything about episode? the women. <laughs> your favorite episode where you're just a great storyteller. <laughs> Can you come over and tell stories to Dawson? Just yeah. like open a book and then totally make up what the words are. I would love to. Yeah, okay. I, would, I would love to. I, 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 I love creating stories. This is a great episode to do that. Again, we have no clue who any of them are. Um, but that will be coming up either next week or the week after. We'll be having that episode, which is always a fun one. And uh, the listeners... Always a fun one for you. Yeah, seem to tune in. Okay. You know what we should do? Can we change things? Yeah, can sure. we have... Can we have... Um, like, we'll tweet out or something. Be like, we need your first impressions of these girls, too. So, like, you make up your story. Yeah. I'll give the bio details. And then we'll get a fan tidbit oh, or a great. fan speculation for it. each girl. I love it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, we can do this. You can email us your first. Send in your story. Your first reaction um, to okay. the women uh, at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. We're going to read those off. Um uh, when we break it down, that'd be a blast. I love having that. Okay, next headline is this. Susie Evans admits she still misses her ex, Bachelor Clayton. Uh, this according to Yahoo. Yeah, Yahoo. Yahoo trying to come up with a headline yeah, here. Yeah, I know. So basically, she didn't ask me anything on Instagram, and somebody said, you miss Clayton. And then she goes, hmm. Joking, of course. He was a wonderful part of my life. He probably has a lot less gray hairs coming in now that he's got me off his back. But really, of course, I miss him. He was my closest friend for the last year and went through a lot together. And I know we will both have a special place in each other's hearts. Um, and now that we're back on talking terms, I can go back to roasting him. But you guys still can't. Only me. And then Clayton shared that post to his own Instagram and said, One gray hair sprouted just when I saw that you tagged me in this story. A warning next time would be nice. There you go. Well, it seems like they still are getting along. They're very cordial. It's really nice to see. Uh, mm -hmm. And obviously, Clayton is out there... Uh, you know, really speaking out on mental health. Um, it's something that he's investing into, uh, which is, you know, uh, something that I'm, I'm, I don't know. I want to say I'm proud of him because that makes me sound like I um, was not proud of him. I'm just, it's, it's good to see somebody like him who is in a place that has a spotlight share about something that so many people uh, want to relate to and need to relate to, but it does seem like the For both sure. of them are, are doing really well. Well, yeah, Teddy, Wright debuts her new boyfriend after early Bachelor of Paradise exit. There's photos. You can see them. This is according to Us Weekly. So we talked to 
Andrew, you know, her Bachelor in Paradise love interest. A couple weeks ago, there's an in-depth with him up right now. It's really great. I loved my time interviewing and not even interviewing, just chatting for hours with Andrew and Justin doing their in-depths. And Andrew talked a little bit about how things didn't even feel right with Teddy in Paradise, but he's still like, there's still some curiosity there that he wanted to pursue. He talks about in the in-depth how they didn't speak really at all after the show. Like, even though he was kind of trying to reach out via DM, she just still didn't seem interested. So now maybe we know why she wasn't interested. She has a real, real boyfriend now. She captions her her Instagram reel of a montage of them basically kissing and cuddling and all that. First New Year's kiss ever. Happy New Year. Hashtag 2023. Um, she said that she kind of like hinted a couple like on um, December 27th that she was going to hard launch this relationship because she uh, said that she's been working, dancing with a sweet little boy, um, not not this boyfriend. And there's also some other things that I'll share later, dot, 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 and then hand over mouth emoji. So hard launched on New Year's. Really happy for her, and it seems like they've been uh, dating for a while. If you watch this reel, I, yeah, I just watched yeah, it, it for the first time. Yeah, um, she seems very. She happy. cries at the beginning. She's crying. She cries at the beginning, but it ends happy. Um, yeah, and it ends happy. She starts crying by being like, "I think she's going with the music." She's like, um, "Am I ever going to find someone?" And then boom, she shows that she's found someone. There he is. Well, happy for Teddy. Uh, that relationship has started, and uh, another one of Bachelor uh, Nation contestants uh, have removed themselves from chances of going on Paradise next year, which I never think pa- Teddy had any idea that she would ever go back <laughs> on Paradise. So I think that's fine. No. Uh, well, Ashley, uh, a non-Bachelor contestant is making headlines. It's an interesting one to me. Uh, if you don't know this, Wells Adams uh, and Tyler Florence have started their own podcast with iHeartRadio. Uh, two dudes in a kitchen. It's a great podcast. I enjoy listening to the both of them. But on the recent episode, here's the headline. Tyler Florence says he once turned down The Bachelor. Didn't feel right. This is according to people. Okay, first off, call me out of touch. I didn't know who Tyler Florence was until yesterday. And then I see he's part of our headlines twice. He is a really famous celebrity chef. Yeah. Does all the Food Network stuff. Did you know who he I did, I do, but you also have to remember my other life is owning restaurants and a coffee shop. So Tyler Florence is somebody that like I just know from that world. Okay, okay. So this headline is funny because I feel like how many people have come out of the woodwork and been asked to be The Bachelor back in like the 2000s? They basically went to like any celebrity that wasn't maybe like super A-list. Yeah. And they asked them to be the lead of this show. And then they all seem like they've turned it down. But he said that his son was four at the time and he didn't want to be making out with chicks in a hot tub. Just didn't feel right at the time. And that's basically what we have now. But he is going to be on a new show in addition to his new podcast with Wells, which is called um, Two Dudes in a Kitchen. And that's with iHeart iHeartRadio. And they, he's also doing the show with Hannah Brown, which is Special Forces, um, World's Toughest Test, which I'm actually going to watch. There's so many reality shows that I'm like, 
oh, that looks good. Like, I'm going to watch it. No, no, no. I'm actually watching this show. It looks insane. Yeah. I wonder how I'd do on it, how you would have done. I wonder how anybody would have done it. horrible. I have way more faith in Hannah Brown than me. Yeah. She's same. got, uh, I feel like she's tougher. I, I'm, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be a very interesting show. We're going to talk about that show here coming up in just a bit in one of the headlines. Uh, but this podcast with Wells uh, and Tyler, it's a good one. You should tune into it. Uh, you know, even if you aren't maybe interested, if you're not a foodie and you're not interested in the food world, uh, there's just a lot of good tips. Uh, there's a lot of good wisdom. Uh, I find it to be very interesting uh, and, and intriguing. And a lot of times I'm getting just, I mean, I just enjoy listening to the two of them together. So check it out. It is on iHeartRadio. Um, next headline is this. Kendall Long discusses adjusting to life in Germany with fiance Mitch. This is according to Bachelor Nation. If you don't know, a little backstory. Kendall did move to Germany with her fiance Mitch uh, not that long ago. And Ashley... Oh, like a month ago. Yeah, tell us about the adjustment. She's mostly concerned about the food because if you do think about German food... I don't know if, you know if you're like me, you think about beer, pretzels, and what else? Beer, pretzels, potatoes, maybe? Nah, I mean, yeah, there's it, Germany. I don't know their culinary scene. They have a lot of good food, but it is, a, you know, they, they are known for their beer. They're also known for some fried foods. Um, you know, I don't think of Germany and I think of lush salads and vegetables. I do think of, <laughs> no. you know, um, but like some really good food that I really enjoy. Starches. Yeah, but it is different. Well, she said that they've done a lot of exploring with the food, especially the first week they were there. They didn't have, you know, they didn't have any groceries. They didn't really know what to do. So they just explored um, the restaurants around their their town. And she said that they're lucky because they have a big Italian community there. So yeah. the Italian food's really good. She's really into this sushi place that's right yeah. across the um, corner from them. And there's a really big Asian influence there as well. She said that it's um, been really cool uh, exploring the food scene and trying things that she's never had before. Yeah. And, you know, Germany, I do know it's known for schnitzel, uh, which is really good. It's also that's what, very popular in Israel. Which schnitzel? Like, what is it? I've heard it before, but it sounds like pretzel to me. So I just assume it's the same. <laughs> Very different. Uh, schnitzel yeah. is is more of like a fried uh, like piece of like not meat, but like it's like a fry. I think it's chicken. It's typically chicken or pork. I could be wrong with a pork, oh. but I know it's chicken, but it's like a patted out fried chicken and it's really good. Um, but it is fried chicken. You know, you also have the sausages as we know them or the bratwurst. Um, that's, you know, oh, duh, of course, how did we forget that? And then you, you know, the roasts, they have a lot of roast along with pretzels, which I think they call pretzels. Um, we call them pretzels here in the U S but I think they call them pretzels, uh, if I'm not mistaken, but it is, I'd say like it's incredible food, like the roasts and the sausages, but it's, it's heavier food. It's heavier food than probably you're used to living in LA or you're used to living like in the US. That's why probably sushi is attracted to her. It's just heavier um, for whatever reason. Have you ever been to Germany? I've flown through it. Never, uh, never been there for more than two hours. I would like to mm. go um, because I do love all those foods. Coming from the Midwest, <laughs> Ashley, 
a lot of like the Midwestern foods that, uh, you know, I'm so accustomed to have a lot yeah. of base in German food. And so I really love that food. It's, it's like, um, it feels like home to me. So I think I'd have a great time. I just don't know how long I could do it without not feeling good. Gotcha. How many pretzels and sausages and fried chicken, like schnitzels can you have before you go? Woo. I'm tired. I need a salad. See, you know, I never feel like sick after eating stuff like that. Jared, it'll go like right through him. Yeah. Oh, he's so embarrassing. Yeah. Literally has to poop the second he eats like a meal. It's almost, it's literally almost annoying. No, he doesn't hold it in. But I get really tired. Like I, if I eat a meal like that before six o'clock PM, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Well, Count me out for the day. One of the fun things we did uh, during the holidays was we went through the the foods that are oddest uh, maybe to the outside world that we grew up eating. And, Peep and, Je and Jessica and I always do this because she's never heard of chicken and noodles on mashed potatoes, like egg noodles with chicken on mashed potatoes. And that would have been like a church. And uh, neither have I. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I grew up on it. It was even in our lunchroom. You'd have egg noodles with chicken on mashed potatoes with a side of like a bread and butter sandwich, which she still thinks is weird. There's like two pieces of white bread with butter. Um, and you'd have, <laughs> also is strange to me. Keep them coming. This is uh, great podcast yeah, content. Uh, tenderloins. She'd never heard of a tenderloin. It's a breaded tenderloin. It's kind of like a schnitzel, but it's it's like a pork tenderloin. It's it has um, their origins of it are from Japan, um, but we've taken it in the Midwest and kind of put it on two pieces of bread and added usually like some relish uh, to it with like some cabbage. Uh, we eat a lot of tenderloins. Uh, breaded pork tenderloins. My grandma, hers was that she grew up eating saltine crackers and milk. So they would take saltine crackers, crunch them up, put them in milk, and she would eat it with a spoon. Uh, and the final one would be we. Uh, I grew up eating a lot of liver and liver worst. Uh, uh -huh. So liver is very popular. Uh, Do you like it? My dad loves it, but I've never had it. I haven't had it in a long time. I don't know if I'd love the texture. These days, I think I'd love the flavor, but I think the texture would be hard on me now. I'm a texture guy now. I've as I've gotten older, I've gotten pickier. But um, yeah, I think I could still eat it and have and, and enjoy it. You know, these are all foods from the Midwest. They're also foods for, like from my grandparents' generations. A lot of them, or you know, they had the great you know the Great Depression. They had some wars, and so a I lot of these foods say, were just whatever you could find on the farm. The crackers and milk may have sounded a little depression-like. Yeah, but they love them, still eat them the day. So that was always fun for us. We went through this whole list. Everybody did, kind of talking about what foods did they grow up eating or what kind of habits that they have growing up that uh, are the oh, weirdest oh. today. Uh, do you mind if I stay on this a little bit longer? No, go ahead. What did Jess grow up eating that you didn't? Nothing. Really nothing. She, okay. yeah, I mean, she is an Italian, comes from an Italian family. So it was a lot of like pastas and I mean, stuffed shells, but nothing weird. Like stuff I already knew of. I just like nobody in my family was making it. Yeah. Um, and so there was really nothing on her end that was like shocking. The only thing um, that she's been doing now, like, I don't know for how long would she, uh, she was encouraged at some point to put, um, egg uh, and or peanut butter on her eggs. Ew. And I guess it's really good. 
Yeah, she said it's really good, but I can't have eggs. So actually, never. I mean, like, I'm not judging it because, like, I love peanut butter on my burgers, which is yeah. like the Elvis because Elvis used yeah. to do that. It's so good. Um, but you want to hear a little tidbit? Yeah. A little fact about me: my parents they met when my mom was 20 on her 20th birthday. She's just a regular Jersey girl, lived like a very normal Jersey girl suburban life. Her parents, though, were like straight off the boat from Holland. They moved here in their teens. My mom, at the age of 20 in New Jersey, had never had Chinese food, a freaking bagel. Never had a bagel by 20 years old and Jersey. never had cheesecake until my dad introduced her. My goodness. Her her world has been opened up. That's kind of weird. Fun. It's kind of fun. It is fun. It is fun. If, so if I met Jared and he was like, I've never had a bagel, I would be like, yes. But then at the same time, I would be like, I think bagels are a little overrated. They just, they're bread. With bread's great. But like, would I rather have a baguette? It's like a buttery, crispy, butter, you know, like melted buttery baguette or a bagel. I'd rather have a baguette. I, I mean, but being in New Jersey, you feel like bagels are such a part of oh, that for area sure. of the world that it's shocking. Yeah, like diner cheesecake too. Yeah, Come I've on. never been. I'm not a huge cheesecake person, but I, I'll eat it. Yeah. Well, that's another <laughs> fun question. I really want to get some feedback from our listeners. So email us. Same email, Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. The the oddest things, or what you consider, what you think would be the oddest things you grew up consuming, uh, and maybe not just once, but like consistently. Uh, I have a whole list, right? But that's kind of the things that stand out to me, the things that are different in our time. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about something we all can relate to, hair removal. Yeah, not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Nicks, cuts, razor burns, ugh. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. For real, Nair's new scents turned my bathroom into a spa. You guys, I remember when my mom gave me like the first bottle of Nair to use on my upper lip and I was like, this is so awful, but I, I do like need to do it. <laughs> um, but the smell so close to my nose for so long, it, ugh, no, ugh, the worst part of like the every other week or whatever I would do it. Now it smells incredible. Like there's Moroccan argan oil and orange blossom shower cream that you can use. It's like a pampering experience. You put it on your legs, let them sit there for a little bit. And it's so much better than shaving. They also have like, um, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, soothing aloe and water lily body cream. And really anything you could think of to get rid of your hair in the most pleasant way. Nair has it. They have new shower and body creams that are so easy to apply and they work in as little as three minutes. And if you're going to shave more parts than just your legs, think about what you can do in three minutes with Nair. And the skin smooth feeling lasts so much longer than shaving. Like I just mentioned, you can use it not just on your legs, but on your arms, your underarms, even your bikini area. And we all know that was somewhere around the corner. That's a place you need it. Nair has turned the hair removal process into a sensorial experience. The scents are just amazing. And when I say that my bathroom smells like a spa, I really mean it. So check it out. The new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. All right, back to headlines. Mike Johnson reveals he's in an exclusive relationship and shares how he met his new boo. This according to Bachelor Nation. Not that long ago, we were at the iHeart Radio Music Festival. Uh, rumors came out. Uh, during that festival that he was kind of on a date. And so this is a big headline. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a big headline. Oh, yeah. He was supposed to be like going on dates with Megan King that weekend. And they did. I don't think that this is what it is, though. I don't think it's okay. Megan King as his secret new boo. Okay. He says that he's known this girl for six months. They've been like hanging out for six months, but they've been official for two months. Said that his friend hooked him up with her it sounds like they were out, and then he was like, you should meet my friend Mike, showed him a, showed her a picture, and then she was like, yeah, sure, um, give him my Instagram, 
And this happens to be the same guy who signed him up for the show. So this guy really um, puts a lot of good things into Mike's life. He wants to see Mike find love. Everybody wants to see Mike find love. This this guy for sure does. And um, he says that right now he's going to be really private about things. But he's not going to keep it private forever. He does say that they're spending New Year's Eve together, which you would if you're official for two months. And um, they're also spending his birthday together. Well, good for Mike. We look forward to finding out who this mystery human is. Well, Gabby Wendy discusses the importance of healthy conversations about sex and relationships. This is according to Bachelor Nation as well. Well, this happened in the same podcast. This this conversation happened in the same podcast as the Mike reveal. And Mike has been on Instagram doing a lot of like relationship reels. A lot of it has to do with sex and sensuality. And Gabby said that what she, she thinks that what he's doing is so important because in our culture and relationships in general, she says sex is so taboo And we don't know how to talk about it in a healthy way. And it's something that we can talk about and make better for one another because each person wants something different sexually. Um, You have to unlearn your previous relationship and relearn it with a new partner so you're both satisfied and don't have to go somewhere else. So she said she is so afraid of talking about it too because she doesn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. She doesn't want to... and. make it seem not genuine, but she goes, nobody teaches you these things because nobody talks about sex. And then Mike said, um, you know, that's why he's doing what he's doing. Well, Gabby has always been a good spokesperson for this show and for all of us out there. So it's nice to see her on there. And it's also interesting to see Mike Johnson step into the co-hosting seat of clickbait uh, this week, obviously with talking it out um, coming to a close, I wonder if Mike's role at clickbait will increase or not. We'll have to wait and see on that. Well, one of Bachelor Nation's couples who had a hard launch, hard launch during a live show. <laughs> a hard launch. <laughs> Victoria Fuller shares behind the scenes look at trip to Italy with Greg. This according to nobody. <laughs> it's according to her Instagram. Okay. So she posted a reel of their time in Italy, which took place in late September, I think. You know, the controversial trip to Italy where they, was she still officially with Johnny? Was she not? Well, they're saying that they fell in love in Italy. Um, that's according to her caption, which is point of view. You fall in love in Italy. And it is a long reel. I think it's over a minute long. And it's of them in a whole bunch of different places in Italy, being cutesy together. Greg smoking a lot of cigarettes. Um, But they are definitely enjoying themselves. It looks romantic. Greg commented in the caption. Greg commented on the post saying, I'd go to McDonald's in Europe with you any day. That is something Jared always wants to do when we're in Europe. He's like, but I just want McDonald's. He's like, is anything really going to be better than McDonald's? (laughs) Yes. Uh, And then, yeah. (laughs) And then Andrew wrote underneath it, Andrew Spencer. He said, 
This made me weak. Love this. Damn, I'm single AF. And then Kelsey Weir, she chimed in and said, love everything about this. And um, Christine Woodley also said, point of view, the babies will have Italian names. So basically, everybody is just like kind of getting on board this love train. And if you do listen to the in-depth with Justin and Andrew, they are definitely on board with this couple. And uh, Greg's one of their best friends. Next headline, uh, only two more headlines left uh, for today. Bachelorette star shades ex-fiance on Instagram. That's the headline. Bachelorette star shades ex-fiance on Instagram. Who are we talking about, Ashley? So this is what happened. Andrew posted, Andrew Spencer, he posted a TikTok in which he, Nate, Justin, Romeo, and Rodney are all doing like this TikTok dance uh, thing. It's like a a trending thing. And Andrew wrote underneath it, Romeo understood the assignment. And then they're all doing different, you know, they're all all doing a decent job, right? Michelle writes dancing, yeah. And then Michelle writes underneath in the comments, one, two, three, and five, because each dance is labeled a different, you know, each guy is labeled a different number. Left no crumbs. One, two, three, and five. Left no crumbs, which is a slang expression for basically like snaps, like high praise. And then, of course, she left out Nate intentionally, who is number four. Uh, the comment. <laughs> received more than 8,000 likes and um, prompted comments from fans like, The Shade, I am deceased. This is so spicy. I love it. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, number four obviously was Nate. So uh, she was saying she liked everybody's dancing. Number four maybe disappointed her. Uh, well, earlier we talked about a relationship in Bachelor Nation that was cordial. Susie and Clayton, this one doesn't seem to be maybe as cordial. Am I wrong on that, Ashley? You're not wrong. Not wrong. Okay, final headline. We talked about it a little bit earlier. Hannah Brown reveals special forces will show her in a different light. I'm telling you right now, this will be a good show. This looks like a very intriguing show. It would be a show um, that if I got asked to do, I would probably say yes to it uh, just because... It is so different than anything we've seen before. So, Ashley, why will it show her in a different light? Who's going to be on this show? And what is this show all about? Well, actually, we don't really know why it's going to show her in a different light. We don't have any quotes. We don't have any quotes from Hannah. But but the show in the show... They have to compete in demanding training exercises that are led by staff agents, an elite team of ex-Special Forces operatives. Um, Okay, we do have one quote from her. Says, it's transformative. Every person that's part of it learns something about themselves in these extreme moments that you can't really experience in any other way. Okay, but still, a little vague. Basically, we get to watch Hannah in military boot camp (laughs) and i'm really excited to see her like survive this she will be joined by beverly mitchell jamie lynn spears kenya moore mel b 
from the Spice Girls, Gus Kenworthy, Kate Gosselin, Nastasia Lukin, Drew Pinsky, Mike Piazza, Montel Jordan, Anthony Scarmucci, Dwight Howard, Carly Lloyd, Tyler Florence, and Danny Amendola. So it's a pretty all-star reality cast. It is. I mean, we have Nastia Lukin, obviously the gymnast, uh, Jamie Lynn Spears uh, on there. I uh, Kate Gosselin continues to pop up. It's wild to me. It feels like I was a child when I was watching her show. You were. And I was so small, and she's still there. Dwight Howard. Um, I mean, this is this is gonna be an awesome show. Uh, all of these people competing uh, in things that they're not trained necessarily to do. I do, though, feel like Nastia Lukin and Gus Kinsworthy have an upper hand on this. Um, because they're athletes? Yeah. I mean, obviously, Dwight Howard is as well, yeah. but he's also seven foot oh, tall. Yeah. Like, how does, how does a seven footer, you know, hold himself up? I'm sure, like, doing 80 pull-ups. Uh, so, there are Danny Amendola, fresh out the yeah. NFL. Yeah, like, yeah. There's some people that I would pick favorites if DraftKings, yeah. you know, was was betting on this. Anyways, uh, it's going to be Special Forces. Hannah Brown says it's going to show her in a different light. I'm sure it will. I mean, she's not dating. She's not kissing. Uh, she's competing, and she's putting her body and mind through rigorous tests. So we'll obviously see her in a different light, and I'm excited to do it. Well, Ashley, uh, our offseason is coming to an end. Uh, we just have a few weeks left. Uh, of the off season here between uh, the Bachelorette and Zach's upcoming season of the Bachelor. Obviously, now we're going to start introducing the cast. We're going to start uh, talking about the rumors circling around the show, um, and then we're going to get into this show, uh, the next season of the Bachelor. And so, we're excited for all you listeners to be joining us in 2023. The Zach's season of the Bachelor begins. Uh, we've talked about it before, Ashley. I'll say it again. I am hesitant to get super excited about this season. I will be watching. We will be breaking it down. I'm not going to be critical. I've been critical in the past, and it doesn't help me enjoy the show anymore. So I'm going to go into it with an open mind. I am hesitant, though, um, to dive headfirst into this season. I, I, We want a good season. We need a good Bachelor season. Uh, I wish I felt more confident. <laughs> You're like, that, this won't be it. Uh, I just wish I felt more confident that this would be year. it. Like, but we've been surprised before. I, I, I would actually say I was surprised during Hannah Brown's season. I did not think that was going to be a good season. And then it and became, who was right yeah, about it, that one? It became one of the best seasons of all time. So uh, I am going to be uh, optimistic. Uh, and I am excited to walk this journey with you, Ashley, and with all of the listeners out there. So continue to tune in. We're not going anywhere. We'll be here. We will be here. As long as The Bachelor's here, we are here. So thank you so much. And until next week, I've been Ashley. And I've been Ben. Okay, bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. 
with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.